Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. Are you at an inflection point in your own life? Maybe you've been moving along a certain path, but the pull of a new journey wakes you up at night, often in the middle of the night, and you're questioning, you know, what has purpose? What has meaning? What's calling to you? In the words of my guest today, what is your divine destiny? Stay tuned to hear more. I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and CEO and founder of the Baca Institute. Head there to discover your quantum connection with your inner guidance by taking the quantum connection style quiz. We are each designed to connect with source differently. Knowing your own style is the first step of aligning with your inner guidance at a deeper level than you ever thought you could. It's the secret to having abundant flow in your business and personal life. Jennifer Regular, my guest today, is a soul-centered empowerment coach. Using her incredible sense of intuition and calmness, and you will feel that today, I know, to assist those at a crossword, cross, excuse me, crossroads, refocus on their inner essence. When she does this, what she's doing is she's assisting you to free your spirit and reconnect with your passions. Through online offerings, she guides you to harness the power of purpose in a new life direction, aligned with your soul's calling. She is also the author of Embrace Your Power, a healing journal of self-discovery. Welcome, Jennifer Regular. I'm very pleased to have you as my guest today on Wisdom Talk Radio. Thank you so very much, Lori. It's really an honor to be here and with your audience today. Thank you. So where do I want to begin with you? There's, there's a few different angles or a few different things that I feel like are important today. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe we should start here because something I know you talk about is about conscious living. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that really is the tagline of Wisdom Talk Radio. That is the foundation of it. No accidents that you're here today, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you mean by conscious living? How does one live consciously? It's true. I'm really moving towards cultivating an integrated higher consciousness model of living for myself Mm -hmm. and for others too. So I really hold sacred space for that and gather people um, from around the world to be able to do that and move us us into global coherence. So conscious living is really coming into harmony with our unique contribution and our soul's expression in this world and what we came here to do and become who we came here to be and to be able to support conscious choices. So really understanding ourselves, you know, we do hear a lot, especially in this community that we're spiritual beings having this human experience, Mm -hmm. but how much do we really dip into that and dive into our spiritual sovereignty and really become conscious of knowing what that means Mm. and how we can fully embody that to, to lead the life that we came here to live. I mean, we did 
volunteered to be here, right? So we were on a mission. We knew mm-hmm. that. We might have forgotten it along the way. Maybe we've had some clues along the way. But that conscious living is coming back into awareness of that, remembering that soul's calling, remembering what it was that we wanted to be able to contribute or support or experience in this lifetime. And consciousness is also about practicing discernment. Mm-hmm. Being able to know, you know, especially as an empath <laughs> and mm-hmm. other highly sensitive um, beings that um, we have. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's a lot of directions that we can go. So <laughs> trying to hone it in. Yeah, yeah. Right. That. Um, Anyway, basically what I'm trying to say is that through conscious living, become aware of what it is that we came here to practicing discernment, to know what energy is ours and what belongs to others, and also discerning what is true on our path. You know, we could be walking along the path and doing all of these different things and fulfilling all these different roles. But how connected are we to our core values and our soul's essence? Is it truly our highest path? Or is it just the path that we're choosing to walk and kind of fills in some gaps, you know, financially or that's expected of us or that we may feel obligated to pursue? Well, well, let me let me just um, you said a phrase before about spiritual sovereignty. Yes. How does it speak more about that? Because that doesn't feel like it feels like something that could be um, helpful and perhaps more made more clear. Sure. Well, as spiritual beings, um, we have, we are everything that we need to be already. There's nothing lacking in us that we need to improve on. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I tell people all the time, I'm not here to change you. I'm here to help you reveal who you truly are and truly are as a spiritual being, as a sovereign being that is here to support humanity on the higher levels to help us cultivate that integrated higher consciousness model of living where we can make choices that serve our best interests and that best serve humanity that can uplift um, all of us going through the ascension process right now and to see ourselves as a leader whether or not that means like a global leader or like a political leader or um, a business leader even it's becoming a leader in the sovereign sense of our spirituality and so, so how, how would that the life we are meant okay. to live? Mm-hmm. So, how would that look? Um, so, you wake up in the morning and say, oh, "Okay, I'm a con." con- I'm, you know, I'm not being funny here, but we're no, not trying to be. Good questions. Yeah. Um, I wake up in the morning and say, "Well, I, okay, I want to live consciously," and. Uh, I've heard tell I'm a conscious spirit. I have sovereignty over myself, but how do I live into that? Yes. Well, first not wanting it to say, I want to live consciously implies that you're not living it already. Mm -hmm. When you claim your spiritual sovereignty, then you recognize yourself as a soul and you start to align then with your soul's path. Ah, so the reality of the existence of the soul. Yes. Okay. So um, we talk about conscious choices. So then you may wake up instead in the morning and say, I intend or I am consciously aligned with my soul. I open to the divine presence moving through me now in service to humanity. So getting yourself set up, fine tuning your energy and your intention 
and then walking your path with integrity. Mm-hmm. Right. So setting that intention of um, I intend I'm living in alignment with my dharma or I intend to allow soul to lead or soul. What do you what action do you want me to take? What do you want me to know? So even opening up to that conscious connection. So if you don't mm-hmm. feel that you're that, you know, that you're aware, we can start increasing that awareness, that conscious awareness by asking soul, mm-hmm. what am I here to do? What am I meant to do? What is the best action I can take? And these don't have to be profound, massive movements that we're mm-hmm. making either. Mm-hmm. I'm talking little baby steps, right? Micro movements, even just setting that intention. Is that all you do in the day? That's fine, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And then the next step forward. So we're all on this path. So we're just looking at what's the next safe step forward that I can take on my highest path. And just intending that, you'll see what opens up. So you. let me so we'll start to lead you. Exactly. Yes, I, I really I, I know that to be true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I want to unwind some of that, though, because you said a lot <laughs> in a few sentences. <laughs> um, you talked about that, what I call the inner research or the inner 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 dialogue, sure. which is mm-hmm. so essential. And it, what I mean by essential, for me, it's it's so essential as a way to connect with what is our inner guidance trying to tell us? What is our, as you say, it, our soul wishing to communicate with us? Yeah. So if we've started with that place of, yeah, the soul is a real thing. And, you know, maybe we, we you and I haven't today in this moment exactly defined that. I don't know if they even think we've tried yet. But it's if we acknowledge that it's a real thing, mm-hmm. then then what do we where are we? Then we can say, OK, part of the soul is that the soul has a bigger picture than what our everyday consciousness might have. Would you is that make sense? Is that true? Absolutely. Yeah. OK, then then the next piece might be um, that the soul wishes to communicate with me mm-hmm. and is available to communicate with me. So say something about that. Yes, um, I can. And again, we're seeing soul as a separate thing that wanting to communicate with us. Mm-hmm. Um, the way I see it, too, is that um, that we are soul. Mm-hmm. We're becoming mm-hmm. a fuller expression of that. And so there is a journey we take into the embodiment of that. Mm-hmm. And one way I like to look at it is um, through our passion, you know, what we feel lit up and that makes us feel alive and gives us a sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. And passion, when you break up that word, it's pass I on. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that I is your soul's expression. That's the real you, yeah. your true self or your higher self, as some would say too. Mm-hmm. And the spiritual energy that we bring into that is that passion, that aliveness. Mm-hmm. And this is what we pass on in this lifetime and throughout lifetimes. So one other thing to recognize too, Lori, is that we've all done this before, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Our soul's expression has been expressed in other ways, other lifetimes. And in this lifetime, we're learning how to do that through this personality that we took Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. So our personality isn't that thing that, you know, um, People think ego is like this bad thing or that, you know, our personality is like less than. <laughs> right. But really, we want to allow soul perhaps 
maybe think of it this way as personality being in service to the soul. And so it's our personality, it sounds like from your question that's asking soul, what do you want me to do? Exactly. (laughs) Right. And that's great because then, okay, now personality is getting ready to be in service to soul. And it's not really a dichotomy the way language sometimes makes it out to be. It's true. Yeah. You know, we, I thank you for, um, uh, you know, speaking to that so clearly of wait, soul is not a separate part of us. It is that essence of us. Mm-hmm. Whereas I, I like to think of personality as the, the vehicle through which soul expresses itself in the world. Yeah. That it's yeah. not separate either. Exactly. That's our unique contribution that we make through our personality. It's what gives mm-hmm. us character. It's, it's kind of like the character we play in this game of life, right? <laughs> in the show. We got to keep showing up as mm-hmm. us. Yeah, mm-hmm. as who we are. So you mentioned passion. So yeah. tell me a little more about how you work with passion, how you how you get people to really know what it is that lights them up. Because ah, I, yeah. I, I've seen so many people that don't know. That say, yes, no. and you know what? Because we're looking for something. <laughs> Because it's like we're expecting this profound awakening or aha moment, which Mm -hmm. does happen sometimes. Absolutely. But it's actually much more subtle than that. See, soul and energy works really on a more subtle level, as does our guidance. And I'm sure many of you already know this. Mm -hmm. And so we want to detach from any attachment. A, a specific outcome or expectation mm-hmm. because that can actually block that guidance and block us from mm-hmm. knowing and understanding what all this is, right? Yes. What all this means. Yes. Um, but what lights you up? I mean, that's exciting. You can get out a list of pen and paper right now. Um, mm-hmm. If any of you are taking notes, you can go <laughs> ahead and do this right away. Start making a list of all the things you love to do. Mm-hmm. What kind of things make you feel alive or lit up? And if you haven't felt that way for a while, because, man, we've been (laughs) through the ring of these last couple of years, you know, there might not have been as much joyful memories that we've been experiencing, but there have been some. Mm -hmm. So think of the ones you can write those down, even if it was from a long time ago, because you know what? You're going to feel that again, even as you're writing it, (laughs) you're going to feel those feelings of love and passion. You're going to feel yourself light up. You might even feel a smile come across your face. Or for me, the image of success is when a sparkle comes back into your eyes. Mm. Start writing out the things that you love or, you know, people talk about a gratitude list. You can do that too, because that also raises your vibration and helps you remember and helps you feel more alive and in gratitude and appreciating what's already here mm-hmm. and opens you up to more of that right because then you're tuning in to those things that bring you joy you're tuning yeah. into the abundance and prosperity and love and happiness and tapping back into that mm-hmm. as you write these lists of gratitude and what lights you up but doing it is even better If you can start engaging more in the things you love, whether it's painting, Mm. dancing, singing, being out in nature, experiencing the sweet silence, Mm. being in community with your Sangha or another community or having the meditation where you're again creating that conscious connection and remembering what it feels like to be in stillness and peace and love and the bliss, right? These aren't just fluffy words. They're actual experiences Mm. Mm-hmm. that we have had before that we can continue to cultivate when we begin to tune into them again and tap into them more. And I love to cook, right? So that's one of the <laughs> things that 
Oh, I'm so happy. You know, I could be in a funk and my mind's going and all the things about the day and what's next. And then I start as I'm gathering all my ingredients for the things. And then I sit it all out on the table and all the colors of the fruits and the vegetables and all. I love making different sauces and condiments, all my spices. And, and then it's like I take a moment and I become conscious again of what's right in front of me this array of what I'm about to do. Mm -hmm. And then I immerse myself in that, right? Yeah. There's a space in between of all that mind chatter mm -hmm. <laughs> and the space of what we're about to do or the next step that we're taking or about when we take our seat in meditation, there's that moment where we can become more present. Mm -hmm. And that transformation happens in that present, that aliveness happens in that presence. I mean, our breath is also another way that, that is life, right? Mm -hmm. If we're not breathing <laughs> or so not alive. And we even forget it. to breathe sometimes, Lori. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, it becomes shallower. We're holding it. So even becoming conscious again with our breath, I mean, that's conscious living too, right? Mm -hmm. Just getting in touch with our breath. And I mean, these seem like mundane things, but they're not. When oh, you they're not at all. With intention. Yeah, they're not at all. Joy. Yeah. Yeah. And and you you are talking about things that mm, as we step into them, as we allow ourselves to step into that moment of being present, <laughs> of being present to a walk in the woods, rather than letting our thoughts just run, run along the side with us. Um, as we look at the bounty that we're about to cook from, and I'm like you, I love to do that. It's the cooking too. And I was thinking about that before you said it. Um, whatever it is that that uh, willingness really to step into it sounds yes. like what you are um, guiding us towards for finding and connecting your with your passion. Yes, absolutely. To really embody your truth and to activate your soul's calling. And I know things can get in the way. I mean, imposter syndrome is a big thing, right? Mm -hmm. Where we feel like we may not um, be living our truth, you know, where we value the opinions of others, for example, that more than how we honor ourselves, mm -hmm. where we get caught up in the fog of fear, obligation and guilt and then not able to see through that, right? Mm -hmm. the, the clarity, direction, and purpose, we can get misaligned, dispirited, or steer off track. <laughs> and so there are things that get in the way too, that um, we too need to be conscious of those things as well, yeah. so that Look, it doesn't trip us up and right, like to recognize right. those stumbling blocks and to, to be able to manage it, to take self-responsibility, as a spiritually sovereign being, right? To respond. Yeah, let me, to let me stop you. Get us in the way. Yeah. Let me stop you there because it, we can speak generalities, and I really want to get have people have something to hold on to. Okay. Because I know that um, people are so often caught up with competing interests. I have to take mm. care of my family. I have to pay my mortgage. I have this deep inner calling. You know, um, how, how do you follow that inner call? In other words, you, you talk about freeing your spirit. And I, and I yeah. think that that's very connected. I suspect that that is connected with what we're talking about here, about how you really do do this, do what you are longing to do. But how mm -hmm. do you free your spirit? What are those things that can get in your way? And how do you suggest um, working with those? Yeah. Okay. So 
I mentioned about different things getting in the way and you mentioned, okay, you know, this demand's calling you and that demand's calling you and this responsibility is calling you, but wait, I'm spiritual too. So I want to follow the calling and you're being pulled in all these different directions. And what can happen is that you become fragmented, right? So what do you mean by fragmented? Fragmented is being pulled off in different directions. Um, there's okay. maybe this be much more conversation. So I don't mean to just brush over this lightly, but we can actually start leaking energy and leaving different soul parts in different places and then feel lost and frazzled and anxious and mm-hmm. unsure. And, and then may even become depressed where we start resisting life because we just, we can't handle it because it's too much. It's mm-hmm. too overwhelmed, you know, and it becomes a very heavy burden then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and weighs us down. Well, what can light us back up is, Again, being in that place of gratitude and just tuning in for this moment, instead of saying, I have to, I get to, Mm -hmm. instead of saying, I can't, being in the victim mode, I won't, because then you become empowered choice to say no, to be able to manage your time, energy, and boundaries in such a way that actually creates freedom and not walls, Mm -hmm. just by your intention to connect within. So taking a moment to just breathe, connect, instead of, you know, rushing to like, you can literally feel your body being pulled or pushed in different directions. and You're leaning forward, you know, you demonstrated that when you're asking the question, even to just become, start becoming more aware of those movements in the body and bring your body, mind and spirit back into alignment but in your posture, by feeling your feet on the ground, by feeling your body, noticing your breath, just taking a moment to breathe into the space where you are right now in this moment and just stop and say, okay, what's most important right now? Mm-hmm. That's my most important priority to do right now. When I was a caseworker, um, you know, on a caseload of over 130 families, um, you know, with emails and phone calls and people mm-hmm. showing up and amounts of paperwork to do and all of these people really needing your help. Right. And lots of demands there. And um, I remember being interviewed for that position. And this was similar to one of those questions is what are you going to do first? right so again bringing it back to this moment when you have other kinds of demands and Uh goals in your time coming back is being clear on what your values and priorities are first and making sure that you're staying in alignment with that so you can keep what's true in front of you and not get lost that way Mm -hmm. you take a moment to consider what's important right now And am I breathing? Am I still? (laughs) Am I like this? Or am I like this? You know, just even that subtle, simple movement, baby steps again of just moving your body from like this into this. Describe that. Or taking a breath. Oh, yes, because I forget that we're on radio. (laughs) Yeah. Instead of um, leaning forward and reaching your arms out and um, moving your head one way and moving your head into another direction, you're taking a moment to bring yourself into stillness, to just stop and be still for a moment, to stand or even sit if you can afford a minute to do that. Mm -hmm. And even just placing your hands over your heart, And just holding your heart for a moment. Yeah. Caressing your heart. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So it's giving yourself that space, that spaciousness. Yes. To feel into what is true. 
Yes, mm. tune back in. Yeah. And then free your spirit to move and direct the life that you were meant to live. So by freeing your spirit, again, um, another way to think of that is allowing, surrendering, mm-hmm. and not feeling like you have to do anything. You get to. You mm-hmm. can choose to. Mm-hmm. But your spirit will move you. And then you step into more ease and grace and flow because you're coming back into alignment, right? All is well and in divine (laughs) order, right? And we are okay. We're okay. Everything is okay. And when we think it's not okay, then we've come out of alignment, right? So speak to that. That's an interesting thing to say because so often people do not feel like they're okay. Do not feel like it is okay. It's not okay. I mean, that I've heard that time and again, it's not okay. So what do you mean by telling me it's okay? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, you get to change your mind. Imagine that. What if you Mm. could change your mind, the way that you're thinking and what you believe Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, if you can do that, if you can just shift your thinking even just a little bit, you're going to have a totally different outcome because whatever is happening, whatever you believe about it and think about it is what's creating your reality and your outcome. You know, how are two people even or more experiencing the same event or watching the same TV show Mm -hmm. on Netflix or something, right? Or listening to the same song and have different outcomes and experiences of that. Yeah. I can use an example too, when again, when I was a caseworker and people always said, it's impossible to have your desk cleared at the end of the day. You know what? I always did. (laughs) (laughs) You know why? Because I knew how to prioritize my time. Mm-hmm. It took a moment. To, not, yeah, I'm not saying that I'm perfect by any means. I mean, this was a big work in progress, right? <laughs> Doing a lot of inner work to get to that mm-hmm. place and being able to manage the time and priorities and the boundaries, right? Those are really important to be able to do. And so you set up the right conditions to give rise for those really positive outcomes to mm-hmm. come about, mm-hmm. right? By making conscious choices, inspired actions aligned actions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right when you know what your values are and what you believe about yourself because what you believe about yourself is also how you're going to show up in the world absolutely absolutely that's beautifully said what you believe about yourself is how you're going to show up if you feel yourself to be you know at the cutting edge of who you are that's how you will show up if you feel yourself to be scared and um, lacking in some way, that's how you will show up. Exactly. Exactly. And when you're not showing up as your true self, then more and more that self doubt and Mm -hmm. creeps Mm -hmm. in and then, and opinions of others or so-called failures or not getting enough done Mm -hmm. can induce shame. Right. And that's the real imposter. Mm. Shame is the real imposter. And that's how you can override it is by reclaiming your spiritual sovereignty. Mm-hmm. What if you were to start thinking of yourself as a spiritual being, a spiritually sovereign being? What if you tapped into that way of being and tried that on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if you tapped yourself into being an embodied leader or a speaker or a radio show host like you are, Lori, or a course creator, or there's all these different roles that we get to try, you know, and that we can imagine, we can dream. So even bringing back that imagination, which is useful thinking, 
Definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no? Well, it's your, um, you're exploring your possibilities. Right? Yeah. Yes, yes. And so imagine what you can create then. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the, the reality that physics has shown us that the field of unlimited possibilities is what is real. And, and so given that, and given that we are of that field, we're not separate from, we're not, you know, spiritual isn't separate. Spiritual is, you know, we are everything. We're embodied, we're, we have thinking capabilities, we have a soul, we have a spirit, you know, whatever way we want to speak about it, we have this fullness of being. And, and I love that what you were talking about in a very practical way about tapping into what is yours to do in that moment? So yeah. what are the priorities? Mm-hmm. So how can I, you, your priority wasn't having a, a clean desk. Your priority was doing what you needed to do. And tuning into yourself rather than into the external, what needs to get done. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And to honor, too, that we are here for the human experience. So we're going to have the whole gamut of emotions, right? (laughs) It's just that we don't want to get caught up in that and thinking that's who we are. Like, we don't want to be saying, I am depressed. I am angry. Mm. I am sad. No, you're not. Right. But you might be experiencing some suffering, some sadness, some Mm -hmm. anger. That's part of the human experience. And we can (laughs) witness that and not make it part of us, but part of our experience. Right. Right. Yeah. Now you, I, I, mentioned this in the very beginning and I want to give space for you to speak about it about divine destiny Mm. what what do you mean by that that's quite a phrase first of all it is yeah (laughs) and I don't make this stuff up either (laughs) (laughs) these words is like what so these these are you know what they call downloads or spiritual stream Mm -hmm. of consciousness just ideas inspirations that come Mm -hmm. and um So divine destiny has come for me in a few different ways. So divine destiny is that passion that I spoke about earlier, the I that you're passing on, Mm -hmm. right? um, That's your divine destiny, but also being who you came here to be and doing what you came here to do. So whether that means that you're, you have like this profound profession or that you're a parent Mm -hmm. or that you're a caregiver or that you're someone who takes care of the earth in some way and the oceans and the trees in some way, this is what you came here to do, right? Even, I don't know if anybody's heard that story about Johnny the Bagger. I remember hearing about it from Jack Canfield, Mm. renowned for self-esteem work and success principles and all that. And Johnny the Bagger, he was the guy at the end of the aisle who would bag your groceries. (laughs) And what he would do is put in an affirmation that was his contribution mm-hmm. in the grocery store. And so he, he just did that. He just bagged your groceries, put in an affirmation. Mm-hmm. And would you know, and this is a true story. Days later, this caught on and everybody wanted to be in his aisle. You know, at the grocery store, people are impatient. They're in a rush. They just want to get in, buy their stuff right. and get out. Mm-hmm. But no, people wanted to be in the Johnny the Bagger's aisle, <laughs> right? Because they wanted that affirmation. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're craving that positivity and that joy and that can override everything else, you know, trying to get out on time, mm-hmm. you know, and, and do all of those obligations stuff because we know that's who we truly are, that place of affirming our spiritual sovereignty of yeah. our true self. And so, I mean, Johnny didn't have a glamorous job, 
He was just putting af- affirmations in the bag. I had multiple roles in my career. And mm-hmm. <laughs> one of what you call a multi-passionate. Um, but there was always a common thread. There was always me that was working through that role. Right. And so with you mm-hmm. and anyone else listening, we all show up as who we are, no matter what we're doing. Right. No matter what career we're taking on, no matter where we're a parent or not, whether, you know, we're, it doesn't matter what whether we're cooking we're dinner or, cooking or running, a, you know, a thousand person conference. That's how you spread love. That's how mm-hmm. you show your love and share your love. And that's really what we came here to do is show our love in some way. Mm-hmm. Right. And so and when you uh, say what yeah. we came here to do, what mm-hmm. does that mean? Yeah. See, when I was 10 years old, 10, if you can believe it, I was writing this book called When Society Determines Your Destiny, because I was seeing how much society and different levels of authority was telling people what to do and how to do it and who to be. You know, and then started shooting on us. Mm-hmm. And then we started shooting on ourselves. And I mean, should as in should do and should be or shouldn't do or shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And I was witnessing that. And, and it makes sense, you know, knowing what we know now that children are still very connected. So, you yeah. know, I was in the world, mm-hmm. but still connected at 10 years old. So I'm like, what's happening here? What's going mm-hmm. on? It didn't feel yeah. right. Yeah, it didn't feel right. And so I was calling it when society determines your destiny. Because mm-hmm. I was always had this thing about me about, you know, helping people be on the destined path and finding that for myself, of course, as well. Like Ram Das says, we're all just walking each other home. So that book and those ideas took many different forms for 30 years beyond that until I was 40 and finally self-published the book and ended up calling it what I really wanted to share was Embrace Your Power, a healing Hmm. journal of self-discovery, right? And really rediscovering who that is, not even discovering, uncovering. Yes. Because we already yes. are that. But we yes. come buried and, you know, hidden and, you know, we might have I like the word earthing. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. And so when I wrote that book and it got published and a local reporter um, in London, Ontario, where I was at the time, I'm in Victoria, BC now, um, asked to interview me about the book. And so he did, and this was just a local paper. And um, the title of it, which I love was Determine Your Destiny. I'm like, wow, uh, cool, like a reporter gets it. Yeah. <laughs> you understood, and I didn't even know that that's what really what I was doing and what was happening. But mm-hmm. after interviewing me for the book, that's what he came up with. So it is about destiny and Laura, you mentioned at the beginning too about conscious living and we talked a little bit about conscious choices and destiny is all about those conscious choices and taking aligned action and inspired mm. action where fate is when society determines your destiny when your family oh, okay. determines your destiny when you when you just play by default and you're not yeah. making those conscious choices so you're right? not life being is still conscious. happening mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. say that again Lori. You're not being conscious. Yes, that's right. Exactly. We're kind of just walking through life, going on autopilot or doing what people are just expecting us to do or telling us what to do and how to do it. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Can I ask you something? Because it occurs to me that some people 
feel like they're being guided. And, and I, and I want to yeah. explain what I mean by that. Okay. In other words, they, they look like they're going for just like from one thing to the next, to the next, mm-hmm. because they're following something they, they yes. may not even be conscious of it. They're waiting, they're seeing what, what life is bringing to them. And they're saying, Oh, okay. I guess I'll do that. Yeah. And then, oh, okay. I guess I'll do that. Is that different from that, that living consciously? That is living consciously because you're aware of what's happening and what's lighting you up and how you're being guided and you're choosing that, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, oh, I'll do that. Oh, I'll do that. Those are choices that you're making to do that. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned the term multi-passionate before. Mm -hmm. (laughs) These are the people I work with that are doing this and we're taking all the pivots and each one of them I see, if we're going to look at it from an integrated higher consciousness model of living, if we're looking at it from that perspective, then those are assignments. Those are our training modules in real life, right? Mm-hmm. Where we get to practice our skills and abilities. And then as we reach that plateau, we might want to try something else. So we're gathering our skills and abilities and honing that in. And then at some point, you recognize your potency and your uh-huh. potency is what that I that you're passing on that mm-hmm. only you can provide because of how you're showing up in the world, mm-hmm. the way you approach what you're doing and the impact that you have as a result of that. Yeah. That's your potency. Yeah. It's just like for me, it's it's a part of one's own inherent uh, and innate blueprint. Yes. It's like it's how we make choices that. Um, lead to some kind of, and I'm sorry, I just interrupted you. I realized, but just okay. to finish that thought about, um, it could be really painful. I thought I was married to my soulmate and he was, but in a different way, we think of soulmates because he was one of the things that ignited my spiritual transformation is highly dysfunctional, abusive marriage and relationship. And I won't get into all the details of it. That'll be for another show, perhaps. But what I want to say about it is that it can look really bad. Mm-hmm. But it's still part of our destiny, but yeah. still part of our soul's evolutionary process, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That yes. that had that transfer. And that's actually that story, most of it's on my website too, if you really wanted to know what that was. So those are what I call the rites of passage, mm-hmm. right? So there's pivots that we take, but then there's also those rites of passage <laughs> to um, step more fully into who we came here to be mm-hmm. and do what we came here to do yeah. as a spiritual sovereign being. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so profound because when you, when you have that sense of, Oh, what, what happened for me, which looked like it was really bad or unfortunate or terrible or you know difficult it was part of what I chose because the universe nothing is done to me it's all here for me and 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 I really think that that's so profound when we get to live that way Mm -hmm. we really see what did I learn Um, yes I might not repeat it and 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 if I'm going to not repeat it then I need to learn the lessons that it provided to me Absolutely. And that's how I often moved through perilous kind of situations is, okay, what's the deeper truth hidden in this? Mm -hmm. What's this experience about? And just asking those questions opens you up to that guidance. It does. right, And that understanding and that awareness. And then you can practice 
that actually hones you into to then practice that discernment, right? And make conscious choices moving forward. And then, you know, I mentioned about how we can prioritize in the moment is what's important now. So it's W-I-N, that's your win. (laughs) <laughs> right that's how that's your win that you can take away from that what's important now what's important now because it changes now, why not important what was felt so important mm-hmm. even last week or even exactly. this morning was so important oh it doesn't even matter now yes right? but that's it, it's, it's not because you're flaky it. it's not because you're flaky i really want to underline that it's yes it's because we're always evolving mm-hmm. and we if we're going to be in the moment and ask that question then we have to be willing to say, this is a new moment. This is a f- completely fresh moment. And who I was yesterday is not who I am right now. That's right. So, so what's important now? I love that question. And I love, I'll, I'll remember that W-I-N. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So Jennifer, can you, um, I want to, to ask you if you will share how people can reach you, but also uh, a free gift that you have. Oh, sure. Yes. Um, there's a guide to living your passion and purpose that I'd love to offer your audience. So they can definitely uh, grab one of those if they like. Mm-hmm. And the link um, will be in the show notes for that. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And, um, you know, I also offer a free discovery session as well for a half hour, or there's another guide. Um, if you're someone who tends to suffer from compassion fatigue, there's a guide to, to help mm-hmm. build strength around that. Um, so that website is lighting the path.ca so lighting the path.ca okay um, and you can also always email me at jennifer at lighting the path.ca and you can also find me on youtube or the wisdom speakers and seekers podcast which will have Lori on as the guest as well so um, be sure to check that out too Mm, wow. Well, I'm looking forward to being with you on that for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I and I so appreciate your way of, of excuse me about speaking about these things that are not always easy to to give voice to, mm-hmm. and that people don't always uh, they, they, people I find sometimes get tripped up in the well, what does that mean or what does that mean? But I know that where you come from is that place of of going inside and connecting with what feels true exactly yeah and that feels like the the foundation to everything Mm -hmm. yeah any last things you want to leave us with even though you left us with such a gem with (laughs) (laughs) with the win yes well I mean, my motto is just free your spirit to direct the life that you are meant to live. Mm -hmm. And just to add on to what you were saying, that's so true about feeling into not trying to say, what does that mean? Or, you know, dropping head into your heart and just feeling how that resonates with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And just sitting with that. Yeah. Yeah. Just dropping into your heart, even if it just means holding your hands over your heart and just breathing into your heart space, mm-hmm. just giving yourself a moment to be you, mm-hmm. do you. Mm-hmm. to be you and do you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer regular. I so appreciate all the wisdom that you have shared about consciously, consciously living, you know, and I love that uh, there is that connection. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Lori. It was an honor to be here and thank you all for listening. Mm. I want to echo what Jennifer just said to thank you for being with us today at Wisdom Talk Radio. Join us here regularly for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination. 
Remember, you can find us at your favorite place to listen to podcasts. And wherever that is, if you've enjoyed listening today, please leave us a review. Because when you do that, you help other people to discover this, to access their wisdom. And what happens then, it's about transforming the world. And then for more about deepening your connection with your inner guidance, take the quantum connection style quiz now. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook.